located inside of Integrity Trucks of Texas. Mr. Haskins, how are you? I'm good. How about you? Pretty good. Doing fine. Tell us how your day's been. Uh, long and hot. Same way here in Texas. I think somebody told me the other day that we're over 121 days in a row, over 100 degrees. That's not counting the heat index. So we are awful warm. Y'all probably have a little more humidity, I guess. I would assume. Probably. Yeah, it's. I mean, it, it's been in the 90s, but with, you know, humidity, it's been a whole lot higher than that, but we ain't had nothing over 100 degrees yet. Yes, sir. It is some kind of hot here. There's a, a, something on social media going around. Uh, you can place two uh, frozen chocolate chip cookies in the mailbox at midnight, and they will be done for breakfast in the morning. You know, I've seen that. And I've also seen that uh, if you put cookies on your, your dashboard, oh, yeah. that'll cook them. For sure. For sure. Well, Mr. Jonathan, tell us a little more about the landscaping, grading, uh, heavy haul. Uh, tell us a little more what you do out there every day. We're we're a grading company uh, based out of Hickory, North Carolina. We've got uh, 10 or 11 dump trucks. We've got a couple dump trailers. We do clearing and grading, uh, residential. We do a little bit of commercial. And we've got a heavy haul division. We started going on four years ago. Um, we started one truck and trailer, and now we're up to three trucks, three trailers within four years, and just grows from there. We've got boys that, you know, dump truck, they haul asphalt, stone, you know, whatever goes in it. Um, same with the dump trailers. The only thing is, dump trailers don't haul asphalt but the heavy haul side we haul anything from a load that weighs 10 pounds to 85,000 pounds from light to heavy from yep. light to heavy and it also said just going over some notes that the girls that gave me north carolina south carolina georgia virginia tennessee so y'all cover that uh the southeast pretty daggum good yeah, everything except for Florida. We haven't branched off into Florida. Um, but we've been, you know, we've run up into Virginia. We've run Tennessee, North Carolina, South Carolina, uh, midway to south, southern part of Georgia. So, I mean, we, we pretty much keep these four states, you know, on our part of our country. We keep them covered right now. Right. What, uh, out of that area of those states, what's the, the best state to work in and what's the worst state to work in? Uh, Lord, I wish you would have that. Uh, the <laughs> I best would, uh, state. Maybe we'll just talk about opinion, the best state. <laughs> well, my opinion, the best state, I would have to say is North Carolina. I mean, that, that's my home, home state. Um, the worst state is the worst state kind of is it. If you go by road conditions, it's hands down South Carolina. If you go by permit restriction with oversized, I would I'd have to say Georgia. Yeah, the DOT, uh, Georgia's about like Texas, I guess. I mean, they pull you over for. I swear they can pull you over and know how much water you got in the the reservoir to clean the windshield. Uh, I don't know how they see through all that, but they do. Yeah, Georgia's a little more, from our aspect, which we're out-of-state company, our 
aspect. When we go to Georgia, it's, we, we've got a whole lot more restrictions and guidelines that we have to go by than what we would in South Carolina or Virginia or Tennessee or, you know, whatever. It, it, with permits and oversight that we do, it's more of a headache going into that state than any other state we run. Permits, are they getting out of control on price? Do you have to wait um, three days to get a permit? Is it getting better out there? Well, North Carolina, Virginia, Tennessee, um, I can have a permit within two or three hours. South Carolina typically takes two to five days to get a permit. Um, In Georgia, I've had a Georgia permit within a day, and I've had them also take up to a week to get a permit. I guess that Georgia, uh, I'm a big LSU supporter, so I guess when it takes a long time in Georgia, must be during football season. They're not paying attention to work. Yeah, it, it, I, I don't know if it's our sister or football season or what it is, but it, I, I always dread, I don't dread going into state, but I just dread the whole process of getting permits for that state. Fair enough. Well, what's um? I know here at Hickory, North Carolina. I, I hate to ask you. I'm sure you get asked a thousand times. John Reap, uh, the cornhole tournament coming up in August. Is that guy is just is he just that funny or is he just playing somebody on TV? Uh, now who who exactly you talking about? <laughs> it's uh, we saw a comedian at the truck show. John Reap. He said he's from Hickory, North Carolina. R E E P. Yep. Double E. Double E. Maybe he just claimed. Proud. Maybe he just claimed. Proud for me. I just, I just can't place him. Got you. Got you. He's the Hemi guy. Oh yeah, he was the Hemi guy in all the Dodge commercials back in the nineties. Oh too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, redheaded guy. Redheaded. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've only met him one time. I really don't know him that good. I think I met him at a. Actually, I think I met him at the Lincoln truck show one year. I think he was there when I met him, but I don't know him. I mean, he was funny when I met him, but I don't know him. Like, I've only met him one time. Right. Well, there's one thing about uh, him and myself. We're just funny to look at. So I think that just people look and just laugh anyway. So. Where I, I run into the same thing, so I'm in the same boat. <laughs> right. Well, uh, take family with you on the road, uh, kids, wife. What's uh, what's the family life like? I'm married, and we've got two girls. We've got an 11-year-old and a 14-year-old. Um, they rode in the truck with me before they don't like it. They, they like big trucks. They just don't like they probably like riding with somebody else. They just don't like riding with me. Yeah, old, old dad's probably got some rules that they don't want to follow. Well, they, they don't like it. I won't let them drink or eat in my truck. <laughs> they, they, they can't have no trash or that. They, they don't like all the rules. Typical um, parent thing. Yep. But, but you know, uh, thinking about that, that that truck is our livelihood. It's our home on the on the road. What kind of truck you drive? What kind of engine you have in it? It's a uh, 2006 Kenworth 7900L uh, day cab with extended cab. It's full heavy haul space. It's double frame front and back. Uh, it's got a 20,000 pound steer rack, 
final draw, 46 out of the final rear. Got a tuned ISX uh, Cummins in it with a performance motor. It's got 18 speed in it, four turn gears in the rear, uh, 20 inch bumper, uh, custom grill from ST2, custom shifter, custom stereo system. I mean, it's all truck accessory lights. It's, it's a work truck, but it's it's on its way to being a work slash show truck. It's it's well on its way uh, to be a show truck. And I'll have to ask Julie, uh, Cody might know too. Have we featured your truck? Yeah, we, we did. did. Perfect. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, good. And I know uh, once we get offline or whatnot, we'll get sizes, get the family some hats, some cups, some koozies, pens, pads, chapsticks. Uh, air fresheners. I think that's our next adventure. I like that is the, idea. Is the fifth wheel air freshener. So, uh, but no, that truck there. Um, how many miles? You, well, you'd probably already done the in frame, I guess. But how many miles you got on it today? Oh, uh, it's got eight eight hundred thirty four thousand on the frame. Uh, within the last two years, we've done. Well, we didn't do an in frame. We pulled the motor out, put a brand new long block in it. Uh, went ahead and did the transmission, rebuilt the whole suspension, new radiator, new air to air. The whole truck's been within the last two years completely gone through. So that mileage is just on the frame in the cab. Goodness. So here in Denton, America, you know, we have Peter built in our backyards. We help the open house, help the truck show. We're looking to grow some of our business also up into Ohio. Uh, with the Kenworth facility, was there for their truck parade and their truck show uh, a month or two ago. Um, if you think about it, we're getting ready for next. I mean, who would think uh, it won't be long to be time for next year? Uh, may reach out to you and see about bringing your truck out to Chillicothe, Ohio, for that parade and that truck show. Yeah, that, that sounds good. Because, I mean, you're talking about a truck that's – your truck's going to stand out two, three miles down the road. We'll see it coming. Mm-hmm. You know, did you say what color it was? I, I need to go back and look that up. It, it's white, uh, white with a bunch of chrome, bunch of aluminum. And I've got, uh, some new fenders on the way for the back and they're going to be white also to match the truck with a stainless steel strip going down the center of them. And we, we've got some more stuff ordered for it. So this time next year, she'll, She'll have a lot done to between now and then. Right, it'll really stand out. What's the name of the truck? <laughs> the, the name of it, you can thank my wife for that. Uh, mm-hmm. The name of the truck is called the Mistress. Mistress, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. She, she, she says that truck gets more attention than she does. Well, she might need to work on that. I better not go down that road. <laughs> <laughs> but now Cody's showing it to me right now. She's got it on the big screen in here. Uh, I did see that truck, but I didn't uh, didn't put your name with it for some reason. Heck yeah, that one there's got a big old cat backhoe traco on it. Looks like oversized load. I need to put that on my truck when I'm driving. Just uh, to pick up my truck. Yeah, I'm oversized <laughs> as it is, uh, overgrown. Um, the mistress. It's a pretty uh, classy looking truck. Clean. I know what you. I, I try face. to keep it clean. It some some of the jobs I go in, it's awful hard. But it's if she gets dirt on, I don't care if it's one blade of grass. She finds a truck wash and she's going through it. 
Right. So out there on the, I guess that'd be on the southeast side of it. Blue Beacon is pretty good around us. Uh, we don't have very many independent truck washes. Um, what do, What's good out there? Is it Blue Beacon? Is there Loves? What What's your favorite uh, place to go truck uh, wash? Mm-hmm. If, if I'm going south, I'll, I'll go to the Blue Beacon, like down in South Carolina. Um, if I'm going to the eastern part of North Carolina, then I'll swing by Greensburg. There's a place uh, right beside Carolina Kent, Greensburg. It's uh, Davis Tire Wash. And they do, they, my opinion, I think Davis does a little bit better because they, they don't just brush with a brush. They actually get a rag out, you know, wash it by hand, get down in the crevices and get more dirt out. But if I'm going south, I go by Blue Beak. And if I go east, then I go to Davis. Gotcha. We may reach out to them because – Blue Beacon from time to time gives us uh, gift certificates that we can pass out to drivers. So we may try to do the same thing uh, with that group also. Well, what's, uh, what you got coming up for the rest of the week? Where are you headed? Where are you going? Uh, in the morning, I'm going to be, well, I got to leave early in the morning, 5 a.m. Yeah, 5 a.m. Eastern time, and I gotta move one down towards Charlotte, and then when I leave there, I gotta go pick one up in Hickory and take it right across the Tennessee line. Ooh, so you'll be out all day, or will you make it home tomorrow night? Well, when I get back, I'll I'll be back tomorrow. I I don't normally get a hotel. So, I mean, there's sometimes that I do because, you know, run out of hours or whatever the case may be. But most most of the time, I can go there and back in a day. And then and I'll tell you what, uh, I forget sometimes just how big Texas is. I forget on the, on the East Coast, you can go Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee, and Georgia all in the same day. Yep. So, yeah, that is a lot of ground to cover. For sure. Any plans to add in the truck, taking a truck? What's how many trucks you got in the fleet? Just the one? Uh no, on the heavy haul side we got three. Um and I I run the whole heavy haul division. I ain't just a driver, so I deal with all the, you know, permits, customers, gigs and everything. And my goal is within the next three years to add three to four more trucks to the heavy haul side. Thinking about staying with Kenworth or going with another brand? Well, the, the only truck we run road tractor-wise is Kenworth. Uh, if it's my choice, it'll be Kenworth or Fairfield. That's my opinion. That's the only two. No offense towards anybody else, but that's the only two trucks that's well, they, actually made. They can. Uh, uh, that people can take offense if they want to. That's their business. We don't care. We're a pack car family. We uh, we're in Texas. We think Peterbilt's the best thing out there. If I'm in Ohio, Kenworth's the best thing out there. So we we know of two trucks that's built. I don't know of a third. Some people tell me there's a Volvo and a Mac and uh, some kind of international or something that's out there. But uh, but we're like you. We fool with the Peterbilt uh, and Kenworth. So we're we're pack car uh, born and bred here. Pack car, or no car. There you go. I'm to, <laughs> I'm writing that down right now. Oh, shoot. I will definitely have to remember that for sure. 
Well, it sounds like y'all are growing. That's uh, that's a good thing. Yeah, we're we're growing. We're we're blessed to have plenty of work, and not only on the heavy haul side, but we've got you know full of flatbeds, the dump trucks, the grading, everything. We're we're blessed to have more work than we can handle. What about your drivers' pool out there? You, do you have people that come with you and stay four or five years, three or four months? What's the What's the pool of drivers out there these days? With our companies, I think all of our drivers have been here uh, anywhere between five to 20 years. Um, I think we've got one or two guys that's been here. I think one guy's been here almost a year, and then the other guy's been here about six, seven months. Most of our guys, when they come here and work, they they like the environment, they like the company, and we don't really have anybody that comes within a couple months leave. Normally, when people come here, they stay here. Shoot, that is that's awesome. Great, that's uh, that that shows a lot uh, about yourself and uh, the other leaders in that company. Um, when you get to that twenty year mark, I don't even know if. Cody Leanne, you over 20, 21, 22? I'm a little over that. She's a little over that, she said. Uh, but she's not much over 21, 22. <laughs> but the uh, reason I ask about the drivers is we just started uh, this week. Monday was our first, uh, our CDL course. We're running a course through uh, the junior college here. They're using our facility. We're trying to help uh, people as much as we can. 12 students, I believe, is in the class, um, four weeks. The first week is classroom, and then after that, they're pretty much over the road and ready to go uh, with the instructor and a trainer. So we're trying to – I know we need more uh, CDL drivers. We need more heavy haul. We need more more everything. Uh, so we're trying to get people the opportunity to get a job. We struggle with the – we try to put uh, drivers with a, with a company where they need three to five years experience. So we try to get them somewhere to get some experience, but the insurance is just so high right now. So that's, that's kind of a, a factor also. Yeah. The way our setup is, if you go get your CDS now, you know, we can put you in a dump truck um, and you can run a dump truck, but on the heavy haul side, you got to have a minimum of two years be eligible to be on the heavy haul side. That's just for insurance purposes. And the reason why, you know, on the heavy haul side, you're hauling bigger, heavier, taller loads. So you got to have somebody that's got some experience that can handle that load. Sure. Yeah. I definitely don't want to put people out there and be unsafe. Uh, I don't know how you do it on the heavy side of it. I've been around it a little bit. Uh, you know, 100 years ago, growing up in the tire business, it was all I could see when that trailer pulls in and there's 64 17 fives on that trailer. Um, you know, that, that if it's got a, I can't, I call them a Jeep in the front and the back. I forget exactly what the terms are. Uh, but that is. Uh, yeah, it's a Jeep in the front and a Stinger in the back. Stinger in the back, yes, sir. I couldn't think of it. But it's, it looks like it's, what, 92 feet going down the road some days? Depends on the truck or wheelbase, and you know, it depends on uh, you know, the deck or the beam of your trailer, uh, you know, access space. I mean, I've, I've seen them anywhere between 
Yes, sir. It's long. And you'll have to tell me, too. A lot of people listening kind of want to know, too. So when you need an escort in the front and the back, what's what says one's in the front and none in the back, or, or you need both? What's what's the requirements there? Well, normally when you call a permit in, the, like, for example, say North Carolina, when you call in a permit in North Carolina, um, you tell them what you're hauling, the space, like how wide, how tall, you know, how many axles, what you weigh in, um, and you give them the address to pick up and drop off, and the state will look at the route that you're going to run, and they give you the step routes you have to take, and the state will notify you if you had to have, like, a front or rear escort. Um, and the only thing the escort does is helps you maneuver on your route. Um, you know, like, a lot of the places I go up in the mountains, um, you know, we take an escort up there, and the reason why some of them roads up there, you know, you're on a two-lane windy road, like, you know, it reminds me when they built the road, they follow the copperheads, what it looks like. <laughs> it's a bunch of snake backs in there. Yeah, so when you go up through there, you know, even empty, you know, you're taking up the whole entire road. But what that escort does, that escort will notify people that an oversized load's coming. So, like the escorts I use, they're all really good. They'll get three or four curves up ahead and hold traffic until they see me come around the next curve. So they'll hold traffic while we get through there. Um, and the state normally, if you're 12 or under, state of North Carolina, you ain't going to have a pilot car. If you're anything over 12 wide or over uh, 14.6 tall or anything over 150,000 pounds, then they're going to require your escort. And there's some places, like Cashier, North Carolina, if you go out that way, it don't matter if you're 105,000 pounds. Normally, you don't need an escort, but if you go out there, you got to have a pilot car front and back, and you got to have a state highway patrol escort. Well, that does make the the train even longer when you got that many people. I know, right? I mean, we call Denton, Texas home. and it, I mean, it is home where the business is at, but we all live uh, a little outside of town. Uh, I've seen the bucket trucks go in front where they raise the bucket up and they'll lift the power lines. Uh, or they'll yep. have that, that Y there. I can't imagine. I guess that bucket truck, I mean, I guess the escorts can call it in, but that bucket truck, does it stay with the, the truck and trailer the whole route? Uh, I know in North Carolina, if you go, like, say you're pulling something 16 foot tall, um, say you're going from East Coast to Tennessee line, then what they're going to do is they'll send that bucket truck, like Duke Energy, which is a fire company, they'll send with them. And what it is is that pilot car in the front has a height pole. And they'll set that height pole up 16 feet, which is what the top of the load is. So if they go ahead and they clip the power line or whatever, which, you know, the height pole is just like a whipping pin. It ain't going to tear it down. If it touches it, then the fire company has to pick it up for the load to get under it. And in North Carolina, they will stay, that fire company will stay with the truck all the way to either the end of the state or to its destination. They'll stay with the load the whole time. Nothing wrong with me. 
extra careful. Lots of safety involved. Yeah, when you said that about the, I call them the old tall CB antennas that's on the, the escort cars. Uh, yeah, they're just just like a, a, a whip, and I guess if it hits the pole or hits the power line, then you better call for backup. So, or, yeah, it, it was just you know it's like a CB antenna on a truck or radio antenna. It's just going to hit it and just flex back. It's not going to stay hard like a telephone pole and just hit it and rip it down. Right. But normally they stay with it, and then if you're over you know, a certain amount of height and you can't go under bridges like on interstate, then the state will tell you and they'll notify all your permits and you have to get off the exit and go straight across and get right back on the interstate if you can't make it under a bridge. But they're they're pretty good about notifying you where you can, where you can't go. I mean I've never knock on wood, I've never had them give me a permit that I couldn't go somewhere if they told me to. Right. You know, that's got to be a heck of a job. I know there's tons of computers and a lot of different maps, but you got to be pretty good at your job when you give that route to a driver that's just got to be perfect. Well, the thing about it is they give you a route. If you stay on your permitted route and say you hit a, a traffic light or you hit a bridge, then if you're on your permitted route, that damage does not go back to the driver or the company. That goes back to the state that issues that permit. Good to know. I did, I've always kind of wondered how the, the insurance company or the company would look at it and say, hey, I, I only went the way y'all told me to, and I still wiped out two smart cars and a bridge. Right. Yeah, the art, like say, if it happened to us, which I pray God never does, but if it did happen to us, then our insurance would be the one that contacts Raleigh, North Carolina. It's like, hey, you issue the permit, you don't go that way, that's on you, not on us. They really bug you about the hours. They like to the hours of service. Yeah. No, not really. Um, I mean, if I'm stacking on whatever, I pull on scales half the time. Most of the time, they don't even ask for law books. We pull on scales. They see it's oversized. The only thing they do is ask for a permit. Mm -hmm. I've only had one trooper or scale house ask for my law book, and that was in South Carolina, and he just pulled me over just to do a federal inspection and ask for a law book. But mm -hmm. Most of the time, when it's oversized, they're not really going to mess with them because, I mean, they can and they will, but most of the time, they're not going to bother them like they would a drive van or a tank or something because they don't want that oversized load sitting on the side of the road or sitting on the side of the interstate. Right. Get there. Well, they say get there as quickly as possible, safe as possible, uh, and don't Pretty much. and don't hold up traffic. I can see that. I, and I'm glad they're out there letting you get to your destination and letting you be safe. But uh, I know we need some more truck stops around this area. I mean, if you're coming out of Oklahoma City, coming down 35, uh, if it's 3, 4 o'clock, you better be looking for somewhere to park because uh, it is awful busy in this area. It, it can be around here. Um, I mean, you got a couple truck stops around here, like Love's down at XP6 um, in Marion. It, you know, by 5, 30, 6 o'clock, it's packed. Um, the Petro over at Rock Farm by 
I'd say four four thirty is past. So I mean there there's the good thing about up here where we're at, our local area, we've got several truck stops and we've got, you know, enough rest areas and I mean if you know where to look, like, you know, the app trucker pass, you can find somewhere to park. And that's here. I mean, really the only thing that we see on the shoulder or in the media, you know, kind of in the not parking zone is just dry vans. Most of our heavy haul or if you're hauling cattle or if you get a load and you drop off at the cell barn, those guys are pretty savvy when it comes to the road. They'll even, there's a couple places around here that you can reserve parking also. Oh, yeah. And a lot of places around here, you know, like, Especially a lot of these equipment companies, um, they've got places that's easy to access that, you know, like a back street or, you know, empty parking lot or something that if a driver comes from out of town, um, you know, like say they're hauling something from Sierra, Illinois, back to Charlotte, well, you know, there's places around there that's set up where even if you got an oversized where you can find a place to park. At least have a couple of drop yards. Somebody in your in your phone you can call family, friends. Uh, one thing about the long haul, heavy haul, that that's kind of a select group. Everybody's got friends in uh, uh, low places and high places. They say so. Uh, trucking's a small world. That's uh, one of the reasons we started this a few months ago was to have a place where truckers could come talk about their day and what kind of problems they have out there, what kind of solutions they can provide. Uh, kind of run this idea by you. So we, today's uh, Wednesday, I do believe, uh, episode 14, 15, 13. 13. So Cody will go ahead and edit, and you'll be posted on Spotify uh, next week. What's your thoughts on having a call-in show 8 p.m., 9 p.m., any kind of uh, – would would drivers like that? Would they not like it? What's your thoughts? I, I, I think some drivers would. Um, yeah, I, I, ain't, I ain't trying to think about his name, but I'm saying, like, with me, um, Josh, which is Dr. J, um, I think some people, like, in Driscoll and – I, I think some truckers, I think the truckers that have like the old school trucking mentality, mm-hmm. I should say, I, I think those would. Um, some of the newer drivers that we've got nowadays, I don't, I don't think they'd be into it. But there's still a lot of truckers out there that's got that old school moral mentality to them. Right, and um, that's the I would, I'm. Our goal is to go after the old school classic uh, 359 Peterbilt driver, uh, the old school Kenworth, the guys that are going to jump on here, talk about their day, what problems they're having with tires, uh, the steer tires are not getting the mileage as they used to, had a bad Subway sandwich down the road. I don't care if you got to call in just for we can talk and you stay awake the rest of the night. I don't know. I just want to be there for the drivers. Um, I've always said it, and everybody says I say it too much. 
we got to move America. So what's the best way to move America is with Americans. So that, right. that's our push, uh, whether California to, to Maine to, to down to Texas and Florida and back to Washington State. But um, but just be looking for that. We're going to try to post something in the next few weeks where uh, the guys and gals can call in. Uh, we may talk traffic. We may talk weather. We may talk uh, – Cody's over here flashing the cue cards, talking about talk about the mystery box, uh, talk about the code word. So, her code word for the mystery box coming up is turquoise, her favorite color. But you know, people will start calling in saying, "Hey, I heard the word uh, turquoise." I can't even say it right. But it's just to start generating um, some conversation. Uh, We might even start a. Uh, Fifth Wheel Mafia After Dark. That's the the dollar ninety nine episodes. <laughs> I think know. we should. Oh Lord, there's that's Cody putting in her two cents. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> we get Miss Julie in here, and we get uh, uh, Miss Cody Leanne Anderson in here. That them girls get to taking a, another level. They they kick me out and go to talking. So, uh, but no, I, I appreciate you giving us this few minutes to talk with you uh i know we've got a million things we need to do this afternoon you're going to get with mr jonathan about t-shirt sizes and hats yes i will well mr jonathan what else can we do you for today all right that'll do it just say a prayer for all the truckers on the road oh man amen uh can we say two right i think we i mean it's uh uh, I got chills on my arms when you said that because uh, the grocery stores would be empty. Uh, construction sites would be empty. Um, if, if truckers stopped, we're in trouble. And uh, I, I really, uh, every chance I get is uh, people say, well, we need more doctors, lawyers, preachers, school teachers. Believe we do. We need all that, but we need more truckers also. Uh, you know, move over, Bucky's. <laughs> guys need a place to park right so That's right. i may buy buckies and just turn it into if you don't have 18 wheels you're not allowed in here hey perfect you know 18 and older, <laughs> older. <laughs> so we're 18 wheels yeah, I, I i think you know kind of like what you were saying you know a lot of people says we need more doctor we need more whatever um you know if you stop and think about it and I ain't gonna go into a whole discussion or argument, whatever you want to call it. But like when all this with COVID came along, you know, you saw teachers at home, you saw doctors at home, you saw, you know, a lot of places throughout the whole U.S. was at home. Mm-hmm. But there's one industry that never slowed down, never stopped, fought through it, and gave it. 110 percent even with the pandemic and everything and that's the american truckers so my opinion i i honestly believe we need more truckers and you know without this without truckers in the u.s what if every truck stopped within the whole u.s i give it two days in the u.s going to crumble mm-hmm. oh quickly 100 percent. i can't disagree with you there more um you know I see people on the road. Well, I got to get in front of this truck. He's going slow, and they're cutting this one off. You know what, sir, in your Subaru, you might want to back up and let that truck driver go. You know, that's 
Anyway, I'm like you. I don't want to get on my soapbox because we can sit here and talk all night about it. But uh, talking about the American truck driver, I know you've seen the new Peterbilts. I know you've seen the new Kenworths. In my mind, if I could ever get to the seventh floor of Pat Cars, I want to produce a truck. We all talk about the 389. We talk about the 379. We talk about the 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 680 and the T's and the W's. Can you imagine? I'm going to build a truck one day, and I want to call it the American Dream. And I don't know exactly how we market that. Here in Texas, we have the Texas edition. Dodge has what a big round edition. I'm sure Cadillac has whatever they have. But a Peterbilt, Kenworth, whatever that edition is, the American dream, the whole back of the sleeper is American flag. The top of the roof is an eagle, eagle on the back. I don't care if there's a Bill of Rights vinyl on the hood. But uh, that's just how dialed in we are. uh, with Americans and uh, the veterans, and uh, there's there's a group that uh, we we our main focus is uh, kids, of course, that's our future, that's our assets, and then veterans. So we're we're pushing towards that, and I feel like that's something that you would uh, like to be involved in. One hundred percent. I mean, we we every year we pay my thirty nine um, and little boy will wash it up. We normally put. Either one piece of equipment or a couple pieces on it and decorate it. Um, and we'll take through some Christmas parades and we don't do it for publicity or advertising or anything. We do it because the smile on the kids' faces that we see going through when you pull the air horn or you blow the train horn or whatever, that, that's why we do it. Um, and we, we started doing truck shows three years ago. And we don't do it to try to win something. We don't do it to, you know, publicity. We do it because every show we go to, all the donations, um, entities and everything, like, for example, Mayberry Truck Show that Paul and Enterprise puts on, all that money they raise goes to Brandon's Children's Hospital. So we do it. We do all the shows um, for... You know, give back to help kids. The way we look at it, we've been blessed. We've been in business 38 years. We've been absolutely hands down blessed in the last 38 years that when we go to these shows and we can help kids, that's our way of giving back for all the blessings that we've gotten within 38 years. 100% couldn't say it any better. We do the same. We just got, I say, got back a couple weeks ago. We were at uh, uh, Riggs at the run. Uh, for uh, kids with autism. First show there in Miami, uh, first annual, first right out the gate. Didn't have a whole lot of time to prepare for it. First year brought in 73 trucks. Uh, The trucks, the comedian, the bands, the auctions that we had, we were able from, I don't know, Thursday night to Saturday night, we brought in $23,000 for that foundation. 23,000 people are like, oh, that's just chump change. I'll tell you what, that 23,000, that might improve 50 kids, their life. So next year we've got a, you know, a goal to do 25 to 30, you know, maybe have 100 trucks. But uh, the people that you see, I, and I'll challenge people that, that don't go to truck shows or never been, go to the truck show, shake their hand, hug their neck, 
and see what kind of people that show up. And that's what America needs more of. Well, yeah, it's like around here, um, and I hate to keep bringing him up, but Mr. Bombway that owns Bombway Enterprise. Um, I've met him a couple of times. He's an outstanding person. Um, he truly believes in the kids. He wants to get back to kids, and that's why he started this truck show, Mayberry Truck Show. And like I said, all the money goes to Brandon's Children's Hospital. And I tell everybody around here, you know, if you want to go to a truck show, no offense to all these other ones, but if you want to see the best truck show around here, go to Maryberry. And, you know, Mitchell's buddies with, you know, like Troy down in Texas, um, Clayton Driscoll, you know, Stephen Melanders, all of them. So, you know, of course, they bring their trucks like Comatose, uh, Lot Rock, Bo Cephas, Clayton brings K-Dub, all of them up. So not only do you see the local working trucks, but you also see custom one-off show trucks. And I think last year, I'd have to ask Mitch if I can remember correctly, I think last year, I think it raised, I think like 400, I want to say like $431,000 just for Brandon Children's Hospital. And you know, that's, it's been on our calendar and, and we keep tossing it around, like how are we going to get there? The dates are on top of some other things that we have. My business coach, I call him Coach Smith. He's, he's taught me a lot. Uh, like I said, Cody's flashing me, or I shouldn't say that. She's not flashing me. She's showing me the dates again in September uh, for that truck show. Mr. Bottomley has actually accepted our invitation. He'll be here at our truck show in October. Uh, we might just have to make plans to be there. Yeah, It keeps coming up, and... Evan, too. Evan, I mean, he just texted mm -hmm. me a while ago, said that he was going to uh, talk with Coach this afternoon. So uh, don't be surprised if Fifth Wheel Mafia doesn't show up. We may not have a booth. We may not have time to other just come in, fly in, mm -hmm. shake hands and hug necks and uh, have dinner with everybody and then have to peel out. But uh, we definitely want to get there. Uh, At least spend a day. If, and... if not a day, that's right. Yep. Well, if you don't make it, I can promise you one thing. I will. I'll be there. Um, Josh is Dr. J. He'll be there. And I can promise you one thing right now. When I'm there, I will. I may not have it on the whole weekend, but at least one day, I'm going to have my fifth little mafia shirt that's got the American flag on the back of it. Perfect. Thank Perfect. you. And we're trying to, and i tell you what, since you said that, I'm trying to think of a way. So if you've seen the American flag shirt, you've seen the autism shirts, you've seen just the basic classics. How do we, I'm trying to get the fifth wheel in the back of the shirt, but I'm trying to put the flag in there. Do I just make that fifth wheel red, white, and blue? Do I, just, if you got ideas, I mean, shoot them to us. I mean, anybody uh, is I'm trying to make that born in America, I mean, born in the USA, I mean, turn it up to volume 99, crank mm -hmm. it out, Toby Keith, fireworks, uh, you know, I forget what song he had, but something about put a boot in there, whoop, A-double-S mm -hmm. or whatever, you know, yeah. but um, instead of one boot, can we put two boots in some of them? Yeah. You know, anyway, I'm getting fired up. So, my, my opinion, it don't matter if you take Fifth Mafia, you make red, white, blue, you put a flag on it. Anybody that knows me will tell you straight up. I'm a very diehard trucker, but I'm very, 
very patriotic. So anything has anything to do with the American flag, oh glory, I'm one hundred fifty percent down with whatever it is that has to do with old glory in the US. I'm a hundred percent. Uh I know uh my dad, Buddy Boy, is not here this week. He's at home in Louisiana. He'll be back to work, uh coming here in about ten days. Vietnam vet, hardcore, um, America made, America down deep. So I, I get it. Um, I try to promote it as much as I can. And I'll, and I'll kind of sign off with this. I may get in trouble on the air about it with Spotify. But, you know, if, if you don't like the U.S. and you don't like living here, there's an international airport somewhere close to you. You can get you a one-way ticket and go live somewhere else. Uh, I'm not saying we're the best, and we got our own problems, but I don't want to live anywhere else but uh, the USA. I, I agree. If you don't like America or if you don't like the American flag, move. That's that simple. That's, that's just that easy. Uh, uh, if you need help buying a one-way ticket, I might even run a little GoFundMe account. <laughs> if you don't like it here, we'll sure get you somewhere else to live. Uh, if you don't like it, I might be willing to help you pack too. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. I know it. Well, Mayberry Truck Show, she's shaking her head. We're going to, because we'd fly into Charlotte. I don't like to look at yeah, the map. Yeah. Uh, I've got a ton of uh, points through Southwest. We may have to cash in our points and mortgage the farm and sell a set of puppies or something to yeah. get enough money. <laughs> to be there but uh good talking to you uh i'm just gonna go ahead and say we're probably gonna see him in north carolina probably i just I let's just, do it let's do it speak it into existence it will mr jonathan enjoyed it uh we'll be talking soon uh be careful going down the road and we'll see you at the next one i'm taking that